Hi, welcome to the stockinvest.us podcast. My name is Jim and for the next 35 minutes, I will guide you through what I think will happen in the week ahead of us. I think we are heading for a red week and I'm arguing why. At the same time, uh, the elite is meeting in Davos for Economic World Forum. Uh, will this affect the week? One of the questions I try to answer and the trading tips. They will be at the end, where I will tell you exactly how it went last week and give you a few tips for the week ahead of us. Because, as I just said, I think it will be a red week, but I think there can be an upside in Yum and Coca-Cola and other inflation-resistant stocks. Buy signals are getting extremely high. Another argument why I think it will be a red week. But if you want all these details along with a little tip how to read volume, how to use it in your trading, stay tuned because the next part is the market section and after that you will have the trading tips. Then I'm back and it is week three. We left week two on a very good note as Nasdaq was up 4.83% last week to 11,079 points. Dow Jones had a very good week as well, up 2% for Dow Jones to 34,302. What about the week ahead of us? Will it be a green or a red week? I will try to answer that question. And as usual, we will look at some fundamental things, have a quick look at the chart, come to that conclusion before we head to the trading tips to see if we can make money this week. Last week, uh, some uh, was about getting back some of the losses in faith. I expected, as you know, a very good uh, week last week. It became a very good week, but there is still much loss to be gotten back in faith. But we will get to that very shortly. The week ahead of us uh, doesn't hold many big news. There are uh, work numbers on Thursday, different numbers popping in during the week, and a few uh, big quarter results. Uh, early in the week it will be uh, some bank results. On Thursday after market there will be Netflix, and Netflix will have a lot of eyes uh, for sure. And last week, uh, I mentioned a few quarter results, uh, so a few of them had very, very strong reactions afterwards. Last year's, for those who follow and those who remember, uh, we went into a Netflix trade and was caught by a very bad surprise on the quarter results, uh, causing stop loss and everything to uh, fall as Nasdaq fell. I think it was some 30% if I remember correctly after quarter results. So that is something to keep in mind as you trade during the week and if you are on Netflix or plan to go into Netflix because technically Netflix looks very good. But on Thursday after markets close they will release their numbers and it may very well be like last year nobody really knows uh, where it can open either very good or very bad on Friday. So that's something to keep an eye on. I always recommend to uh, make sure that you know when there is quarter releases, releases in the stocks uh, that you trade. The most uh, and the biggest focus this week, as I see it, is the gathering of the elite in Davos. 
They will fly their private jets over to Davos to speak a little bit about the climate, of course, after burning a lot of fuel crossing the ocean. They will talk a little bit about the climate uh, and they will for sure talk a lot about the Ukraine conflict and hopefully they will also discuss some of the major things that is happening now. Because there is a lot of things happening in the world. I've spoken a lot about these things. World being divided, uh, money putting into gold as many countries try to move away from the dollar. Uh, so a lot of boys will be uh, on the speech uh, in Davos, but for those who follow uh, court results and follow a little bit uh, news a little bit deeper, probably noticed that last week a lot of the banks said uh, we are now starting to pile up money as we expect a lot of losses in the forthcoming year as everyone starts to think uh, that recession will be hard, will be tough, it will force a lot of business uh, to go bankrupt and banks will have to take uh, some losses. I don't remember exactly the amount of number uh, of uh, money uh, last week banks have uh, put away, but it starts to become uh, quite much. So banks think there will be a recession and uh, even some of the self-declared experts thinks that there will be recession, even though they have been wrong about more or less everything they said for the last three years. Now, uh, interesting, I also read uh, that, uh, again, some of the experts, they think that the US interest rates will have to pass 5%. Shouldn't come as a surprise, just go back to last year's podcast and I told you that, uh, and I think even two, two years ago I told you that exactly what happened, interest rates would have to go up to combat the inflation and uh, that it would go much higher than the expert was expecting. Because first it was 2% then 4%, now it's 5%, but uh, there is no doubt that they still will have to use uh, the interest instrument to fight inflation and um, just a few uh, minutes about these things because it has to do what will happen forward. Stock markets are very low. We've been in a very uh, big beer market, uh, moving horizontal quite long. Uh, at the end now, small things shows that we might go up uh, in a beer market, uh, sorry, bull market, that we're going from negative to positive markets. And as I told you, in a bull market, trading will be so much easier. And I have told you that I think that we will be in a bull market by the mid of this year before June. I think that that will be a fact that we are in a bull market. But I want you to um, understand a couple of things. First off, the biggest thing uh, is that the markets, the stock market, is always ahead of everything. It tries, tries to account for all possible news and be uh, usually years ahead of the rest of the market. So even though uh, the markets go into recession, uh, quarter results getting worse, a lot of this is discounted into the stock market. How much will more negative news affect the markets? Uh, well, as I told you, a lot is discounted in. But uh, now, trying to tie up what will happen uh, for the week ahead of us as well. As I told you, 
markets are in the upper part of a horizontal trend on the short term. There is a natural reaction waiting. And also the signals, the bar signals is high. I will come to that in a minute now, but 54% bar signals on New York Stock Exchange, 39 worldwide, they just scream short term reaction down. If uh, we head for uh, a downturn, it will be natural. The most important thing is staying for Nasdaq, staying about 10,300 points, because if we go below this level with some significance, you can expect markets to fall very, very fast, break 10,000, they will start to fall very fast, and that 8,000, which I promised you, will be a reality. Hopefully, we will not. But as we enter this week uh, on a high note, meaning that we are high up in the chart, had some momentum from last week. Uh, and usually what happens when you have a lot of momentum, it burns out at the end of it. And that's where volume comes in. When volume cannot go any higher, it usually goes down. And when it goes down, you usually have a reaction in the share uh, or the market or whatever it is. It's uh, extremely common. And uh, that will be the very first lesson for you. It's very easy lesson. When you look at charts, look also at the volume because if the volume follows the stock that's a very good sign meaning that when stock go up volume goes up now uh, there can only be a certain amount of money poured into a stock and usually if you look at a chart let's say it's a 12-month chart or three-month chart you will see the previous high how high did the volume go at the highest level previous and that is why i recommend to use accumulated volume because if you use daily bars, it's not so easy to see. But at the service like stockinvest.us, you uh, will see accumulated volume at the bottom. It's smoothed. Uh, so it's averaged out and that will give more accuracy to the reading of the volume as an indicator. Now, uh, look at the chart. See how high was the volume. Uh, is it likely to go any higher? Because if it's not likely to go any higher uh, than it currently is, there is no real reason to believe that the stock or the market should be able to push higher. It will have a natural reaction down. So volume, super easy indicator to use. It's a little bit more complex than this because it will not be in all cases uh, that the volume will follow the stock has to do a little bit with trend, but this is the general rule, a very easy rule you can use. And especially this one about volume topping up. Maybe uh, the best tips I can give you um, in the situation we are uh, right now, where stocks are bouncing up uh, after being totally uh, beaten, they are bouncing up. We see this in Mullen, a lot of penny stocks, etc. They are going very, very high. Uh, and the question is then, where uh, will it end? So uh, do this for your chart. Go and check what was the previous high volume tops. Where is my stock now? Because if it is at that volume peak, you can expect a reaction down. Starting off uh, high in the chart, having the wars, having they discuss different things, having a news coming out from there should uh, in my opinion, uh, bear for a red market. Now, uh, I always mention a few other things. Uh, 
before we get to the chart, uh, trying to conclude. I always mention uh, oil uh, because oil is very related to stock prices. We want oil prices to be low because that fuels economy. High oil prices is very good for Norway, of course, uh, and uh, a few other countries, uh, which is net exporter of oil. But in general, high oil prices is bad for economy. And if oil prices go up, you can expect inflation to remain high because oil is such a huge part of uh, different uh, elements uh, in all the goods that we use. Anything from energy, fuel, uh, different products uh, is or have a part of in it. So oil is really representative when it comes to inflation. So if oil pushes up and everything indicates that oil uh, will do that, uh, the inflation question will still remain high. And as we know, the only way to fight inflation is increasing interest rates. That was some of the agenda last week. Uh, markets reacted somewhat okay to last week's uh, Fed talks. But <clears throat> this one, you should keep uh, an eye out for. And <clears throat> oil was up $4 last week, currently trading around 18 And I think it will uh, rocket high anytime soon. We're waiting for it sometime now. It still hasn't happened, but I'm still a firm believer that oil will go on a rally. It's just a question of when. Then there is gold, uh, and I will not go as deep into gold, uh, only a short repeat what I said, I think gold will go to 2,500 minimum high. Last week up $37 to $1,917, a very good week uh, for gold. And I think it just continued. And <clears throat> over the last uh, few weeks, even months, I told you that uh, if gold go up, oil remain low, gold stocks should do good. And I had a very quick look at some gold stocks and they've been doing very, very good. Indeed, this thing will continue if oil remains relatively low and gold continues up, you can expect gold stocks to continue to do good. And there you have uh, two tips already, meaning that I think there is an upside in gold. I think there is an upside in oil. So oil stocks, gold stocks should be uh, possible good investments, even though markets may turn red. 10-year treasury yield fell a little bit last week to 351. It's a very good thing because these two things is very, uh, sorry, uh, this is very correlated uh, with the markets. As the 10-year treasury yield go up, markets go down. And it was up at four last two weeks. We had green weeks. And as you can see, the 10-year treasury yield goes down because the market, for some reason, thinks that uh, the worst is over. And hopefully it is. Now, what about the signals? At stockinvest.us, we analyze uh, 38,000 tickers or something. 26,000 of them is qualified for analysis, giving a buy, sell, or a hold signal. And if we look at buy signals, that will give us an idea, as I just mentioned about volume. If volume is too high, you can expect a reaction down. Same thing with these buy signals. If they are way too high, you can expect a reaction down. Has been 100% correct. Every time uh, over the last three years, when I mentioned these numbers getting way too high, we had the reaction in the market or the following week or weeks after. Now it is 39% worldwide. 
way too high in my opinion. Glooms and dooms for the reaction down, but what you should remember as well as when things are high, they can go very high. You can have that situation where you get into a frantic uh, little uh, last rally before things come crashing down. So 39% <coughs> is very high and you can expect, in my opinion, markets to fall a little. Nasdaq, 46, very high on Nasdaq last time it was this high, you had a reaction the following week. And New York Stock Exchange, 54, and last time it was this high, I told you it's just to sell because there has to be some pain. So that, in my opinion, is guaranteed there will be a downturn. Both these numbers, Nasdaq and New York Stock Exchange, having these high buy signals indicate to me that uh, the major stocks should see a reaction back. London 43 also very high, while Asia is a little lower. We have Tokyo 21 and chess in China at 29. Not so brutal in, uh, in Asia, but uh, for the Western Hemisphere and especially US, some of these markets are, in my opinion, right now heading for a reaction down after a nice upturn. And again, uh, this is very natural. So from all the things I said so far, uh, everything <coughs> still indicate a red week ahead of us. And uh, you may ask, so a red week, I really do not care. Uh, because I don't trade the markets, I don't trade the indexes, I trade single stocks. Well, if you trade single stocks, market is red, it is that much harder. It is just how it is. I usually uh, use red markets to buy, green markets to sell, uh, and uh, been very successful doing. So I see red markets as an opportunity, uh, but trying to trade red markets, expecting to have profit the following day is very hard. And I know a lot, lot of you are doing exactly that, using gearing, etc., forcing you to get in and out of positions on very short time. And uh, doing so in a red market is 10 times harder than in a green market. So that is why I put a little emphasis on the expectations. Hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong. And markets will just be blooming green all week. But <clears throat> before uh, concluding exactly what it will be, we will have a quick look at the chart. And if you look at the chart, you can see that the relative strength index is getting very close to overbought. It's 68 at 70. Uh, some it will get into what we call overbought and you will have a natural reaction down. Last time it was 71, it was back in November 28 when the market was 11,000. 400 something and then fell all the way back down to 10,200. So last time uh, Nasdaq was this high, had a natural reaction down. And sadly, I think exactly that is what is happening. We are a little bit above the middle of the trend, which is a good thing indeed. Uh, because uh, having that reaction down, it may stop before the previous bottom and we finally can get the first attempt to break out of the trend, which will be 11,400. For the week ahead of us, we have a buy signals in the short-term moving average, buy signal in the long-term uh, average. Uh, we have a sell signal in the relation between these two average, and we have a divergence in the volume. Where the volume is falling, the stock uh, market, or in this case, Nasdaq is going up, indicating a possible correction down.
conclusion for this week will be that we will have a natural correction down. It may start because of momentum. The Monday, uh, sorry, the Tuesday, because markets will be closed today. It will maybe start very well uh, off tomorrow before heading into some pain. My guess is that we will have a red week, bringing the markets maybe as low as 10,400, probably around 10,600, ending the week uh, anywhere between 10,600, 10,800, so why not say 10,700 by the end of the week. And it will give some indications what will happen next, because when markets uh, and the relative strength index is high, it can continue high. It's not like it has to go all the way to the bottom. It can have a natural reaction, a few days of downturn, stabilize, continue up at that high relative strength index level, let's say anything from 50 plus, and just move up. Hopefully, hopefully that will happen. But for the week as such, I do not see uh, the biggest potential for a green market. I think it will be a red market. It will be a buyer's market for those who wants to get in for some good picks. Well, that will be uh, the end of the market section as we will head to the trading tips and see what kind of stocks I try to trade this week. How did it go with last week's trade? Trading tips is coming up. Many of you have been patiently waiting 18-20 minutes for this moment. The trading tips, hoping that I will come up with some strong candidates that will enable you to do some good trades this week. Before uh, opening this uh, podcast, I uh, have a few things I do every single uh, day. Uh, I, read, uh, I read whatever I can of news. And I do uh, answer all predictions that uh, is requested at stockinvest.us because at stockinvest.us you can request a prediction for a ticket and I will try to give you the answer where I think it will end. In this case, it will be tomorrow. Uh, while doing so, uh, I'm checking a lot of stocks. I check all the stocks that I predict uh, and all of them shared much the same uh, situation. They are very high up in the trends. Many of them are overbought. Everything is signaling that it was going to go down. So when I started to do that second part where I started to look for good trading tips for the week ahead of us, it was so hard. There was one thing uh, in general uh, which I saw was that oil stock seems to have an upside, but I told you this earlier on. The other things is inflation resistant stocks also seem to have some upside. That was uh, Coca-Cola, Yum uh, Brands and a few others seemed to me to have a potential upside. And you can just uh, take that into a note because last week I had four stocks open. They still stay open. I will not buy any more stocks for the trading portfolio this week. I will buy uh, stocks this week because if I'm correct, the markets will fall. I will use that opportunity. Hopefully we will see some uh, bigger dips uh, and I will buy uh, the dips for sure, but I cannot say exactly which stocks. 
That brings me back to what I just said about Hume and Cola from a technical point of view. These stocks look somewhat safe, meaning that if I'm correct, markets uh, head down. I think they can hold, uh, they should fall, but they can hold up than, uh, better than most stocks. So if to gamble, me personally, I would say that uh, heading into some of these uh, inflation resistant stocks uh, could be a better option. Doesn't mean that there is other stocks you cannot trade because there is a huge pool uh, of stocks and among them there will be uh, some good stocks you can use very good tools to try scan out the stocks that you want i told you go for low relative strength index stocks with a uh, good support below and you will probably find some good candidates me having four stocks open mean that uh, i will not uh, enter any of them this week so let's quickly just have a look at the stocks that are in the portfolio and uh, can I recommend some of them? So uh, let's start with the, the stock that we bought in week 34, Sumerica. I bought uh, Sumerica 26 some cents. I uh, told you we will not keep a stop loss on this because this is a highly volatile uh, penny stock. When it first moves, it moves very fast and you seldom get in able to do the right correction. I thought, really thought that it would uh, go much sooner. It didn't happen. Instead, it was down, down, down. At some point, uh, we were up at 50% loss, but as I told you, I'm uh, feeling okay uh, about that because I bought it just as a lottery ticket. I know that stock, we've been trading that stock many times, all the times with success. So I was pretty sure that at some point we would get back and I have the ability and can afford to sit in stocks. Quick recap, uh, maybe you're a new listener, I've done this podcast, uh, this is the fourth year. And over this year, you heard me say that I will invest more of my money into the market. Then you heard me when markets were getting very close to 16,000 for Nasdaq. I said, I'm reducing, reducing, reducing. I was down maybe to some 30% before market finally popped and fold. And uh, then you heard me say slowly bit by bit, I increase a little bit. Currently, uh, have to check the numbers, but I am some 40% in the market as is, meaning that most of my capital is still in the bank waiting to be invested. Because as I said, it is a beer market, doing business in beer market, doing good trades in beer market is very hard. Despite where I always do my best trades are in beer market, I do not want to go fully invested because it just takes a small spark to really make market falls very hard. And we still haven't had these major falls, which usually determine the end of every beer market. You have these crazy, crazy days where sometimes the market has to close for a little while because of the panic. We haven't had that yet. Uh, I think it will have to be before we can call off uh, the beer market. So that is one of the reasons why I do not want to be fully invested into the stock market. Anyway, we bought uh, Sumerica. We was on a downturn and that, as it was going down, I told you it's, in my opinion, a good buying opportunity better than ever. And over the last two weeks, it had a really nice uh, rebounds up. Uh, and currently we are very getting close to getting back uh, to zero. 
down 6% as we speak. Close last week at 25 cents. So we're down 6%. I know some of you, because some of you write me uh, either personally or uh, otherwise on message boards, have been uh, on this downturn, as I told, uh, said last week. I think we are heading for an upturn and hopefully, hopefully we will turn this into a major good profit. Do I think Sumerica is a buy? Yes, I still think Sumerica is a good buy. And I will still hold that argument. They have a lot of money in the bank. They are in the pet business. It's in the growing business. Market's been uh, red. It's been very hard for Sumerica to perform in the red market. Uh, but I think there is a huge upside in Sumerica. Sumerica stays in the portfolio and it is a trading tips for the week ahead of us. Now, uh, in week 51, uh, I got into uh, several stocks, but one of them was Meta. We bought Meta at 115. We did Meta at 109 as well. For those, uh, sorry, uh, 96, for those who really follow, it's the third or fourth Meta trade that we are doing. But in week 51, we did a new Meta trade, 115.29. I was able to get in at 115.29. And it's been in ever since. Has not been sold. The stop loss has not been cut. It's just going up, up, up. Ending last week at 136.98, up 18.81% so far. Sit with the feeling that it might get cut this week. Uh, if we head into a red week, it will start to fall. The stop loss will kick in. And uh, my, uh, I think it will be sold. You may all ask, so. You think it's a red uh, week. Why don't you just sell Meta now? First off, I think, but I do not know for sure. I hold it very likely that it will be a red week. Uh, but at the same time, as I told you, things are in the upper part of the trend. They can just continue very hard. There is no reason why market shouldn't open very brutal tomorrow. Push Meta up to $140 in the opening. And maybe during the day the market starts to fall. That will push my trailing stop loss up to 140 and cut it earlier. And if I'm wrong, markets go green. Well, then I'm still in the stock. I will let trailing stop loss decide. If I was a very aggressive trader trading every single minute or hour during the day, of course, I would sell uh, and go in and out of meta. But that was not the point of this trading team portfolio. It was a portfolio you should be able to follow and track every move that I make. And during this time, I was hoping that you would learn and see some pattern in the way I do it. So Meta is also still in portfolio, currently up 18.81%. So unless something bad happens and it falls before markets open, uh, bypassing the stop loss, I'm in for a very nice profit in Meta. Now, the other two stocks uh, left uh, was bought in week one. Uh, we bought three stocks. We bought Fate, Mullen and Ox in week one. Uh, Mullen was sold with 43% profit, while Meta had that dreadful news uh, on Friday week one. Fate had uh, news causing the stock to open down 60%. So the stop loss was never triggered. And as I said last week, it is a rescue mission uh, trying to get fate uh, back. Normally when stock fall this hard, they will have a reaction upwards. And I mentioned some levels. I think it was $6 and $8 uh, and fate got to $5.98 or something last week. 
before uh, falling down. I had a quick look at the chart. I think there is more to come. I think it's possible to get it up to seven, but this stock will be sold with loss, as I told you, for sure. But it still remains in the portfolio. I'm very happy to see that it had that very nice upturn, almost 50% last week uh, on the rally when it went from four uh, all the way up to six almost. So those who took up on the Fed trade, last week should have made some good money while in this uh, trading portfolio it's all about reducing the loss because fate will for sure be a loss i don't manage to see us get out of that trade anyway uh, good uh, unless sitting very long and i'm not sure i'm planning to do that but it still stays in the portfolio i think there is more to get out of it uh, can be sold any moment so keep an eye on that the uh, other stock was uh, Oxy. Oxy was bought in week one at $60.40, currently $65.31, up 8.13% for Oxy. Good week for Oxy last week, and I think it will just continue, as I told you. Oil, I believe oil will continue upwards. If I'm correct, markets will head for a red week. I think Oxy will hold good. Having four stocks, more than happy for this trading tip portfolio. I will not increase uh, this week going in privately because I have other portfolios as well. Uh, uh, and I do a little of day trading, not much, but a little. I will for sure pick up on if it's a red week. If you have none of these, not interested in any of these, as I told you, I think Yum may do very good. I think Coca-Cola may do very good. I think there will be, an, as last week I told you, there would be good options in Tesla, and there was really nice upturns uh, in Tesla before it. I think it was up at 125 before falling down uh, a little bit. I think there will be new trades coming up in Tesla. I'm not sure if it will be exactly now. Maybe it should fall down to closer to 100, but there will be new good trades to be made in Tesla, but it will be more uh, a sort of trading. Same thing with Mullen. Mullen will have a reaction back, hard to say where it will be, but I will pick up on Mullen again when I see the correct good price. I will be in Mullen because I think Mullen can surprise everyone over the next two weeks with a mini rally, and we will hopefully be correct on that one. So these are stocks which I have on my agenda. I will maybe pick uh, in on them during the week. But for the training tips, four stocks, Sumerica, Meta, Fate, and Oxy are in the portfolio. I think Sumerica has a huge upside with low risk. Uh, and please do understand by risk, I mean that it will get back to the level because it is very volatile, meaning that it can fall 10%, 50% one day and be up the same as such. But if looking as an investment over some time where you can sit, I think there is still plenty of upside. And I think especially Oxy, uh, has that potential. Meta and Fate, I will not invest in Meta and Fate now. If I'm you, uh, I would wait for a small correction and then you, of course, can do, do get a good correction in Meta and Fate and then there should be a very nice places to put some money. That will be the end uh, of uh, this podcast. Should be some 35 minutes in total. Happy about that as well. I hope you will have a very good uh, trading week ahead. Uh, I hope you will check up on volume. What I just tell you, look where is the volume in the stock that you are trading because check out every time the volume is stopping and check out how your stock 
behaves afterward. That might just give you a nice, nice uh, experience uh, and knowledge because I think you will be surprised how well it fits. When the volume is topping, usually, usually the stock falls. And uh, quarter results, don't forget quarter results. I mentioned uh, only a few of them. Uh, Netflix on Thursday, there will be some banks. Uh, I think it was Goldman Sachs tomorrow, etc. I'm not sure. But there will be banks first part of the week in uh, Netflix. Make sure that you know where your stock is on the quarter results so you don't get caught by surprise. Hopefully I'm wrong. Uh, because I believe it will be a red week. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully we will have a super duper green week. Uh, we will see in just a week. Until then, enjoy. Bye. Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities.